Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome to Up to 90. How are you, Hello? Mrs? Good. What's the crack? What's going down? Sure, no crack. Well, we're officially halfway through the pregnancy as of today. Halfway through, that's exciting. I'll have to send you an old bump. You know, that's why I was saying I wasn't subjecting the masses on my social media to the old bump picture. It's a proper bump, though, now, as of today. Yeah. It's kind of, I feel like, well, you might feel differently as you get further along, but it's very different. I think people don't realize until they're in it. It's very different, like, to see a bump. And then to have the bump, the bump does not feel the way it looks. You know, the way people be like, you're glowing, you're this, you're that. It doesn't necessarily feel like that the majority of the time when you're carrying it around. Sure it no, 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 no. It's, it is strange. Yeah, it is just kind of, as you say, it doesn't feel as it looks. It's very, very odd. I mean, you, you, you find, or like you gain a newfound respect for Demi with her vanity cover. Vanity Fair cover. Do you know what? That has been spoofed so many times, though, hasn't it? Yeah, and in fairness, she was the first to do it. Like she was the first. So, like, but but it's testament to the fact that it is one probably one of the most iconic magazine covers ever because so many people have like mimicked it and copied it down through the years. And at the time, well. Yes, I was going to say it's shocking, too big a word to use. But yeah, it would have been shocking at the time. Yeah. Oh, well, I, but of course, this was, you know, a time that like the idea of a pregnant woman like showing off her naked body, people were like, please put it away. Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90 with Emma and Julie. Camille, is Vogue still trolling you or have you sorted out? I did. I had to to step away from the Vogue situation when somebody asked. She was wearing this stunning, really lovely 60s dress. I don't know if you saw it the other day. And somebody um, asked where it was from and she was like, oh, whatever. Or what size it was and where where was it from? Because she was just wondering in terms of buying the dress for herself. She's like, it's a size 10. And I just thought, Vogue, I'm sorry, we're done here. Like that, that was a dig at me, wasn't it? It was directed at you, do you feel? Oh, 100%. Like she may as well have tagged me in it. Like I was like, hang on, that's completely <laughs> uncalled for. That, imagine tagging you in the comment just completely at random. Like she says, then Julie. Do you know what? It's funny because I'm such a weirdo. You know, I threw I threw up this tweet. Hilariously, the moral of the story, by the way, is never to check with your partner prior to throwing up a tweet. Just throw up the tweet. So I'd ran this tweet past Fred. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's a bit controversial. I wouldn't throw it up. And then I said, you know what? I'm just going to do. But actually, it's been my most popular tweet ever. So I got over 5,000 likes, which I was delighted with. Because you know the way I'm like all about the numbers and just Instagram followers is just a current obsession of mine because I'm so down the list. But Fred was like, you must be delighted now. That's over 5,000. That's great. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just all I wanted was for Frankie Boyle to like it. And Fred was like, oh, you see, this is, this is the problem. You're constantly moving the goalposts. I'm yourself. always moving the goalposts. So Fred so had to leave got, the room. 
you go Twitter viral and it's not good enough. You're like, oh. I, all I wanted was that one like from Frankie Boyle. Like, that's all I wanted. Come here, I'll tell you something, right? Um... I'm not going to name. I'm not going to name any names, but I'm just. I just want to get your opinion on this, okay? So I was asked to do this Zoom radio interview uh, this morning, right? And I was asked when I was like in the. I was actually in the middle of doing a course and like was complete on the hop, which is grand. Like obviously the person doesn't know. They phoned twice on a private number, so I was like, oh shit, I don't know what this is about to answer because you know the way in these challenging times, you never know what something will be right yes well I did put up the other day I'm now at the lockdown stage where I am answering private numbers oh but you have to because you just don't fucking know well you have to and also but you're you, like I've uh, got the time now yeah well you've got the time and then you're kind of like you know the family and the parents you wouldn't fucking know touch wood and all that whatever so answer the phone they're asking me to do this zoom uh radio interview with like they're going to record it blah 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 could I do it on Tuesday half 10 all this stuff and I was actually off work on Friday and I was like oh yeah I'm sure it's it's fine just mail me about it because I'm you know trying to do like two things at once so send me the mail and then I was like I actually can't do this thing and I felt really really bad obviously because I was like you know it's kind of Obviously, they'll be able to get somebody no problem. But I was like, it kind of makes it difficult that it's, you know, going to be in the morning after a bank holiday, whatever. So I was like, do you know what? I'll ask somebody I know who will just, like, do it at the drop of a hat. Like, no questions asked, whatever. And I'll, at least I'll set somebody up and pass on their number and whatever. I was like, then there's no guilt involved. So did that, sent it on. And then they got back to me uh, this morning to apologise or not to apologise, but to say, oh, thanks, you know, don't worry about it, whatever. Uh, we've actually uh, used, uh, we've we've used only men up to now, so we were trying to get a few women on. Oh, wow, that's very forward thinking of them, isn't it? <laughs> so the person that I got was male, so they, they didn't want to interview him because he was a man. But then they went through all the people that they wanted to get and then they suddenly thought, Jesus, we better get some women. Wow, God, Orty has really gone to the shades, hasn't it? So it was it kind of left like a little bit of a bitter taste in my mouth. Do you know what I mean? That like, oh, right. So you were you had only asked me because you had to tick a box. But like, isn't that so foolish on their behalf that they're like, listen, just so you know, this was our thought process. Just so you know, we only asked you because we were basically pushed into a corner and we needed to get some sort of a woman on. That is gas. That is so... Oh, but you know what? Funny men. I was like, first of all, you didn't need to tell me that. No, absolutely unnecessary. Uh, it does remind me I did do like a regional radio station there. Do you remember last year and the interviewer said to me, oh, now a friend of mine saw you. I don't know where he saw me at a gig. You, I think it was when I was supporting Tommy. Yes, yeah. And he said, now he's a lovely man, this presenter, but you just think this is the problem. Like the fact that he's telling me this and this is supposed to be a compliment, but he said, my friend saw you. And he said, you know now what I like about her She's one of these performers. She doesn't talk about the usual stuff that female comedians talk about. And I was like, like what? And then he gave the example of relationships and that kind of thing. And I just thought to myself, sorry, like how many male comics talk about relationships? Oh, but then it's framed as a compliment, isn't it? It's like, just so you know, you're not your typical woman. This kind of crack. It's like when somebody says, as somebody previously said to me, that I had an impressively masculine jawline. You're like, that's not a compliment just because you've thrown in the word impressively. Fuck's sake. Yeah, but sure, look, it's nice to know if you... I know people think these things and whatever. No need but to the say fact, them out loud. No, and put them, type them in black and white. Just so, for fuck's sake. So it's anyway. Like they, and and uh, how was this result? Oh, I don't know. I didn't get back to any of that. Like, I'd done my part as much as I 
I think I would feel, I mean, obviously, you know, we're talking about the national broadcaster here, but I think you owe them nothing. That's my take on it. I have nothing. Actually, speaking to Ella there yesterday, well, I speak to her most days. I mean, she does live in the house. I was going to say, wow, Jesus. She has dyed her hair purple. Shane dyed her hair. Oh, I love her relationship with Shane. That's so lovely. Yes, buds. Well, he died uh, on Friday, I think it was. I know maybe it was a bit earlier in the week. But the dealio was that she actually has so much hair. There was a couple of patches that didn't get the dye. So she went to Tesco and got more dye and they worked it in. And now this morning I'm kind of seeing it dry and whatever. And it's so purple. But we started talking about... I don't know, I was singing to her, not singing, you know, the way I just kind of, it's an aggressive thing where I just sing at people and I'm doing Yeah, well, it's not, it's not, it's not an invitation for harmonies. No. (laughs) I often find that because, and actually it's funny when I listen back to other up to 90s and I'll be saying something about the Patreon or something and you know, you're like, you're hitting a bar, but I think, yeah, she'll probably stop singing now after this bar. But no, we're going all the way into verse two. You want another chorus, baby? And I just keep on plowing on, plowing on, like your mom, you know, oh. like back in the day when your dad had come home from the pub a little bit too tipsy for the Sunday dinner and your mother's like, I'm just going to keep talking and everything is fine. And I just keep plowing on and Emma's still singing and it really is. It's just, it's just nimbezi. It is completely aggressive. I know. <laughs> You're basically it's... starting on people. I know. No, no scrubs. Yeah. It's like I'm Rick O'Shea and I'm what is standing in between you and your successful teenage pop career. Something happens, you. I don't know what it is, right? But it is a testament to you and the listener because this is how I go about my everyday life. I'm just constantly fucking singing bits of songs and it, it's all, it doesn't make any sense. So anyway, she was saying something about the podcast. She's like, oh, I'm not going to listen to the podcast. She's like, she said something like, oh, Jesus, I bet you even sing in the podcast. And she started laughing as if that would never happen. How ridiculous is that? And I was like, oh, God, now I actually do sing. <laughs> I love, but I love, I do love your singing as well, because it's nice well. to have I some kind it. of a thread. You know, the way some podcasts have like a segment. Yes. Well, we they could have, have some kind of structure or plan, but we don't have that. We just have Emma singing randomly every now and again. Like Gary, the fellow who left the review on uh, iTunes. I bet it would oh, be- the old one star. Yeah, that was great. We haven't got a one star for a while. Yeah, we haven't got a one star for a while. We might actually say to the listeners, well, thank you for reminding me. If you do get a chance to rate or review us on iTunes, that'd be amazing because people are great for sending us the messages. They're lovely to get, but the reviews really do make a difference. If you do have the time, an L5 star would be chef's kiss. Lovely. Actually, before uh, we're chatting, and doing our extra episode, there is um, somebody who got in touch with me about their friend living in New Zealand. I only saw part of the message. There was something about night feeds, but rest assured, I will read that message before we do our next episode and figure out what you wanted me to say to your friend. Oh, I think this girl could have gotten on to me as well. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll read yeah. the message properly because I saw coming in and then it they were still typing and I was like, oh, wait until they're finished and give that the attention it deserves. It could, it could be someone else now. I am a patron. So just, I'm not slipping into your DMs without so, showing okay. you this, like Grant. But we will check the name, obviously. Just This person is an OG and we will, obviously it'll be immediate blockage if that's not the case. Obviously, yeah. There are 90 OGs, yeah, so it's fine. But, um, yeah, we will we will check that. Now, it could be someone else, but I, I do have a feeling. Actually, I'll say that now. I have a feeling a couple of people got on to me about saying hello to friends of theirs. If we haven't done that, please just send it on to me again because I genuinely have just forgot. So please do get back on to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but come here, what have you, apart from 
becoming a Twitter sensation. What else have you been up to? Nothing much now, nothing at all. We're here, uh, we're going for dips in the sea every day. We're convincing ourselves we're having such a good time, even though we can't feel our toes or feet after the dips in the sea. Um, the swimsuit, it's not, I'm going to be honest, it's its very much, I do feel like, a, you know, in, in the sausage factory, when you're trying to squeeze that sausage into the skin, Fred has to assist me with the with the speedo swimsuit. So one breast in particular is just not cooperating at all. Um, and what else? Oh, also Molly the cat has come into our life. Oh yes, um, I'm, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she is lovely. She's great. Um, but I do feel something's going on between herself and Fred. Like I am pretty sure. I put up a couple of pictures on my Instagram, and a few people did get in touch. And I am pretty sure she was having sex with Fred in the picture. At the time, I thought it was cute, but it was only after the fact. I was like, I can't believe this is unfolding right before my eyes. And I mean, I don't want to get Fred into hot water here. Like, that's not my goal at all. But what age is Molly, Judy? Well, this is the really sick and twisted part. She's actually quite an old cat. Okay. Yeah. She's quite an old cat. And Fred recently confessed to me that he does have a thing for older women. So that's quite, yeah, obviously, it's a, it's a good thing in the sense that none of us are Benjamin Button here. That's the way it's going for all of us. But at the same but time, then when an old cat enters your lives. That Fred's into older women. Well, we, we were just having a chat about it. And he was, which I actually, to be honest, I kind of like that that would be his thing rather than, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So what I, what, what, what I love about Molly the cat is it's very much like she'll keep meowing. You give her the, you give her the little own brand cat food. Now, bear, bear in mind, like life has been tough on Molly. You know what I mean? Like this is like life has not been a crystal stair for Molly the cat. So the first week, couple of weeks, you know, she's delighted with the little own brand cat food. Now what I've noticed is she doesn't eat the little own brown cat food. She keeps meowing until you give her a slice of ham and it's incessant. Oh, they are fucking mad for the sliced ham cats. They are just obsessed with the sliced ham. Yeah. So I went well, today. All our cats in particular love the sliced ham. She's mad for the sliced ham and she, now she will eat a whiskers cat food as well that's what I've discovered so it's either whiskers or sliced ham none of this little shit even though like little we love you please support and sponsor the podcast it's it's a marriage made in supermarket heaven but Fred um, made a mistake this morning he had the last slice of ham and I was like well you can explain that to Molly like I'm not dealing with this um, so we did have to go down to the shop and get more ham because Molly just wouldn't stop with 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 the meowing, which is cute for a while. But then you're like, this, this is training. This is now training for you. Well, it is. Yeah. And yeah. Fred did say that because the cat, you know, goes to bed. She sleeps on a little couch. We've got a utility room. So we have a little bed set up for her. She's very happy there sleeps there and then generally wakes us up with meowing. She wants to go out to the loo or whatever, do her thing first thing in the morning. So Fred was like, this is great training because the cat goes to sleep, I'd say probably about 11 o'clock, wakes us up, I'd say about maybe half seven. So I don't want to break the news to Fred that this would be dream baby if the baby is letting you sleep from 11 to half seven. Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but the baby would have to be around for a, a while before I'd be doing that well I think you know if the baby was sleeping for that long I'd probably be thinking Jesus is something wrong but also with Molly it's gas because I was only thinking yesterday um, about Molly the cat I actually wrote a little bit about her um, framed it as a pregnant pause for next week but it's gas how you're just in the, like you're sitting there you're eating your food and Molly comes along and the ass is just in the air like she's literally yeah. just in between you and your fella, you and your partner, she just just lies back, legs spread, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Were you you eating? Like, am I disturbing something? Like, they do not give a shit. Sorry, I'm just going to spruce up my crack. Is that 
okay with you guys just she's literally like she's literally i don't know she is just actually performing oral sex on herself and you're like please like we're having a stir fry they don't stop i just love cat so much i'm so jealous oh, she is very cute yeah i'm always trying to get her into the gaff but well yeah and you see the thing with a cat will take her and leave you as well so at the moment I'm loving Molly but I'm not expecting her to stay around no any cat worth their weight has a few families on the go at any one time yeah did you hear I had to laugh at this this morning I had an old I had an old gloss over the celebrity news did you see Amanda Holden's daughter um Holly uh, she, um, um, Amanda was doing an interview and she mentioned uh, Simon Cowell and Lauren Silverman and the daughter was like I thought they split up and Amanda was like don't be stupid very funny did you see that oh no I didn't oh that's funny I mean in fairness I never thought they were together from what I could fucking gather I, well, I mean, that was my immediate reaction as well. Party line, like, oh, you know, no one ever knows what's going on in a, on a relationship. You know, certain things work for blah, blah, blah. All of that good stuff. But let's just be real. I never thought they were fucking together anyway. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think anyone was buying that. And did you know who came out recently? Sunita. You need to get a podcast. Oh, Sunita said that they never... recently oh. and was... Yeah, was like they never split up, and they were still together up until he got Lauren pregnant. And you're just like, I feel like one of us, Emma, needs to take Sunita aside. Well, like, come on. I mean, I wasn't shocked by that either. There had to be some reason why they kept wheeling her out for the fucking X Factor. It wasn't the fucking giant leaf costume. Like, I mean, what the fuck? Although, as leaf costumes go. Ah, oh, yeah, no, she's, I mean, she's a gorgeous woman and she did look great. But, like, we all knew there was fucking something going on there. Yeah, no, I mean, I would be slightly sus if if Fred was like, okay, you know what we need is a holiday with my ex. You know, it's just, there's so many, there's so much I can overlook, Emma. But I feel yeah. even for me, it's something I'd have to address. And you know how I feel about confrontation. Like Molly has basically taken over my life now. Do you know what I mean? Like I just can't, I can't confront the cat. I can't confront Fred about wanting to go on holiday with his exes. Yeah, no, it's it's probably not, you know, it's, I mean, it's not surprising at all. I really enjoyed our old friend, Brittany, um, whose mother shares a birthday with Eric Lawler's mother, the comedian Eric Lawler, our old friend from Fair City, he, their mothers at the same birthday, which just seems like, I mean, an insane coincidence, doesn't it? So hang on a second, let me get this straight. <laughs> Eric Lawler and Britney Spears are siblings. I mean, it just, I feel it, there's, I mean, it's, there's something written in the stars there. But you know what, I always thought there was something. There's something special about Eric. Yeah. No, there is. There's some. There's something about him. Uh, but I yeah, so there was family festival last year, and he was slut dropping like no one's business. And I was like, "There's a bang of Britney after. There's a yeah. Britney, and now it's." And to totally be honest, up. to be honest, I would say as well. Like I would say, the only two people I think you can still rock a belly button piercing. I would say Eric Lawler and Britney. Did you hear about Brittany burning down her gym? That's what I was going to get at. Her old friend Brittany and burning down the gym. I mean, I love it. I mean, what a great excuse. I really wanted to work out. But unfortunately, I burned down my gym. Could we love her anymore? I mean, first off, who the fuck is buying Brittany candles? I think we all know that's a bad idea, don't we? I know, but I just feel like if she wants an old Yankee candle, surely, I mean, she probably has to, I'm sure she probably has to clear it with the dad because obviously he's in charge of the old credit card. So we know like, you know, you'd be dropping a few bucks now on a Yankee candle, but I just feel Brittany deserves it. 
But the thing I don't understand why she had these tiny dumbbells and she was like, this is all the equipment that was left from it. Like, how long was this fire burning? Most gym equipment. I think I, 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 I think I would let the fire burn if it was the gym, though, wouldn't you? But I mean, truly, this must have been an inferno that was going for days, possibly weeks. Yeah, but sure, it's California. There are Californian fires. Fucking barbells. What would it take you to burn a metal barbell? Gimme, gimme, gimme. I know. Well, look, I think we all we all have a lot of questions. One thing I do miss from uh, pre-pregnancy and my drinking days, I do miss having a glass of wine and going on Instagram to try to work out what Britney's profile is all about. Like, what's really going on there? You can burn a good bit of time. I do it now. I'd say, you know, at least once every two weeks, I'll go into it and just obviously I see bits and pieces, but I go into it and I'm like, now what's really, let's get down and into this and read all of, all of the Shane's flashing a laser. What are you doing, Shane? Yeah, I just want to read all the captions and you know what I mean? I have a look, a deep look at the comments and see who's commenting. What, what are the comments? You know what I mean? But, um, I don't know what, yeah. Uh, but I mean, obviously, still have the love. I think we were all asking the question about burning metal. Um, I mean, you know, a yoga mat, Matt, I'm sure we'd all agree, yeah, fairly flammable. Exercise ball gone. But like, if it's a home gym, I mean, the yeah, it is. It's going to be fucking metal, isn't it? Something isn't adding up because the rest of the house seemed to be okay. I know. <laughs> and it's like, how long ago did this happen? <laughs> And she kind of just threw it into conversation. Like, um, you know, the way like someone said, like, uh, God, I keep meaning to get them kettlebells off you. I keep meaning to get them. Well, the kettlebells, like the gym went on fire. All all that's gone. The kettlebells. Yeah, yeah, the kettlebells, they burnt as well. It is funny because a person. The The iron kettlebells. The 20 kilo iron kettlebells. Yeah. Look, I just want to say. If it was that look, if it was anyone else saying it, you know, if Philip Schofield yeah. and I was telling me that his metal kettlebells burned, yeah. they they burned to the ground, they melted away, I would be like, "Fuck you, you're a fucking liar, fuck that shit." Lying. But Brittany, I'm like, it could happen. I believe you, Brittany. I know it did happen, but it's just it's unusual. But um, <laughs> I was a teenager. My brother went. On his J1, right? So I went up, I uh, I got myself up into the attic room. Fucking bliss, right? So I had the attic room, but of course, the main attraction of the attic, apart from being so far away, was those sweet, sweet windows. So I'd open up the windows and you'd throw your head out and have an old smoke, right? So anyway, I'm up in the room one day and my friend Isabel calls in. And we're from the room having a smoke, and I'm like, "Oh, here, my my mom's on her way up. I can sense her coming up. You take that." So I'm like, "Take that and fucking, you know, do something with it. Deal with the situation while I divert her on the landing and see what the fuck she wants you know, p- to come up here for a nosy for." So anyway, she wanted me to get something or some bullshit, right? So I have to go off and get the thing, and my mom makes her way up to the attic. So when I'm coming back up to the attic, my mom has been in the attic. And so I'm like, is what happened? What did my mom say to you? And I go into Isabel and she's like, oh, your mom was just saying, uh, where's the smoke coming from? And I was like, yeah, what did you say? And I already know she gave her some bullshit answer. She's like, oh, I just said, oh, it must be coming from outside. So the attic window is open, the Velux window, and there's smoke traveling up and coming into the window. And your I mean, mother's response was? Oh, I think she just walked out of the room. Like, she knew that I was I was smoking in the house, all, like, all over the fucking house. Whenever I got to jump. But, I mean, this was Downstairs bathroom. <laughs> fucking everywhere. In my dad's car, just like, just for whatever reason. But, like, this wasn't Isabel's first time at the radio. We had smoked in various places and 
like in each other's houses. She should have been thinking, what was she going to say? What do you say? You say fucking incense. Like, okay, obviously she knows. But like, come on, just fucking play along. Play the game. Yeah. I was never into smoking, I think because my mother used to actively encourage it when I was younger. She really thought it would chill me out a bit. So I reacted against that and I was like, no, no, I will not smoke. Even though mom was like, you need to relax and just have a fag, like chill the fuck out. But I don't think you'd need weed or any. I don't think that would do you any favours. Well, weed has been recommended. You would be surprised the amount of times weed has been recommended to me and not just by former students. And still I say no. And the reason I say no is because I'm paranoid enough. Like, can you imagine me on weed, the level of paranoia? Oh, my God. You'd be ringing. But I am. After like a couple of yeah. drags. I do remember once I did go smoking with a friend. Um, We were up the park and we were in Dingle. And I mean, I didn't really know how to smoke. So I think I laid it on the wrong end. Like I was very, probably was like 13, 14, like young yes. enough. And, uh, you know, I think I laid it the wrong way. Or, and someone was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, that's just how I like to smoke it. Everyone was like, fuck <laughs> And then I can remember the friend I was with, who I will not name, I said to, okay, I'll give, I have to give her a fake name. Let's just call her, let's just call her Saoirse. Okay. Okay, nice. Saoirse, you're on fire. And she was like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And I was like, you actually are on fire. Like, you're burning. And then one of the lads turned around and he was like, Saoirse, you're on fire. And she was like, I know, yeah, yeah. And just acted totally cool, cool, calm, collected. Like this happens all the time. And then another one of the guys, like, oh my God, your jumper is on fire. (laughs) And she was like, don't worry, it's just Fila. (laughs) Oh my. And then one of the other guys used his jacket to put her out. And then we just weren't asked to go smoking again for a long, long time after that. Oh my God, it's bad, isn't it? It's it's just Fina. And every time I see, you know, a bit of Fina on ASOS or whatever, yeah. I just get a flashback to it's just Fina. <laughs> Don't worry about me. And she was on fire. Like, the sleeve was burning. Yeah, that's what you have to do. I remember I got scald in the head with an apple when I was walking through the boys' girl and the girl that I was walking with, I didn't really know her very well. And she's like, oh my God, are you okay? And I don't know how he, I don't know how your man did it, but he clocked me like fucking absolute smash in the head. He's about half a mile away. Like, and an apple in the back of the head is sour. Like, I was, I was, and she's like, Are you okay? And I was like, I'm grand. And I just continued on fucking smoking. I like two weeks after that, I've no memory of what happened in my life, Judy. I've no memory. Do you know what? So much makes sense now because you often don't remember stuff. <laughs> but you just have to say, I'm grand. This, like, it doesn't like, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter how traumatic the incident, like, especially in the 90s, like, you weren't going to talk about your real feelings. Like, you were like, I'm fine. Just oh. keep on smoking. <laughs> that was the that was, that was the equivalent of keep on smoking. Was the 90s equivalent of live, laugh, love. <laughs> Keep on smoking. Keep on smoking. Your but gen- no, I, I, because the, obviously my current profiler on all social medias is my confirmation picture. So do you have an idea of what kind of a, you know, visually speaking, what kind of teenager I was? So let's just say I know all too well about an apple in the back of a head. <laughs> like is the that- blonde the blonde who could tan was getting an apple in the back of the head like the ginger oh, who smoked the ginger who smoked her fag upside down like that's the one we're going to hit with the fucking apple guys and the girl I was walking with was blonde the apple didn't go anywhere none there of you the, go like the ricochet none of it went onto her I had apple mashed into my head I'm grand <laughs> Oh my God, I'm fine. Hello. <laughs> Are you okay? How like an, you? A, like an <laughs> apple lattice back there. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. 
mashed into my big granny smith that was just uh, had a bad patch on it do you know what I mean when it's a bit bruised but it's fucking as solid as a rock mash do you know what does anyone actually eat granny smiths or do they just whack them at people (laughs) I tell you I wasn't buying granny smiths because I was like oh scaldy granny smiths because all it reminded me of was a granny smith floating in the bottom of your bag for fucking weeks (sighs) I know so I wasn't buying Granny Smiths. I was always buying the old like, pink ladies. And look, then Shane came up and he goes, the boys like them. And I'm just like, okay. The boys are milling into the Granny Smiths. I'd say Joe's having about fucking three of them a day. Every time I look at him, he's got his chops around Granny Smith. So I don't know what's going on there. I have no idea. But I never really put them in their lunch boxes of fear of fishing out a rotten Granny Smith like over Christmas or something out of the bag. So that's who's eating them, Julie. Much for Granny Smiths. That's so strange because uh, they're so tart. Like a pink lady is lovely and sweet. I, I mean, Julie, I can hardly hear myself think these days for the <laughs> of the kids on the Granny Smith. I've said it before, but those boys are out of control. They are out of control. Speaking of actually setting fire, just as a little side note and, you know, hair and heads and all that kind of stuff as teenagers, um, that same Fred, friend who will refer to as Saoirse, I'd say a few years back, I was single at the time and I kind of sh- started shifting this lad that I kind of shifted a few times when I was a teenager, but he, lovely fella, like really nice hey, fella. Hey, is this this? You seem to have shifted the same guy for like ten a ten year. Oh period. yeah, well no, I did. I there is the running show because there was this guy that I did shift for two decades, and it was a cunnel and normal people situation where he was still denying me to his friends. Like two de- two decades after the fact, he was like, "Julie, who?" And they were like, "The Julie you've been shifting since the mid nineties." Like, come on, but. That would have been like intermittent shifting. So this guy would have shifted him a couple of times when I was a teenager. Absolutely obsessed with him when I was a teenager. And he was a major pyromaniac. Lovely guy, but really into the fire. And a few years ago, anyway, I ended up shifting him again. And Searsha was like, I think you guys could really make it work. Like, I really like him. He's a really nice guy. Real Searsha. Ending you up about like, something that's never going to happen. And you're like, I was like, Sasha, he once set fire to your hair. And she was like, come on, Julie, we all make mistakes. And like, that wasn't when he was a teenager. Like, I think he was like 20, 21 then. But that just shows, you know, when you're going through a period and you're like, I'm willing to ignore all the red flags. Oh, yeah. Even, even the fact that he once set fire to my mate. No, maybe I should give him a whirl. But anyway, we, you know, we didn't go there again. But I just thought that was so, it just said so much about where we were in our lives. I had a friend like that who she had a real thing for older men. And if they had like, you know, if they had families and whatever, like it, it didn't matter. Like I'm talking like when we were teenagers and like then like nineteen twenty. But her thing was that she would always say, uh, I don't know, just something about him. He's lovely eyes. He'd be like, oh, God. he's on life support. Like, what? The f-? You know what I mean? But that was just her thing, her way of coping. She did like. And yeah. also interesting that. Something about him. Interesting that she'd all, she'd bring it back to the one body part that doesn't age. I know. <laughs> yeah. You're like, we're in his house. And there's pictures, there's black and white pictures of his family and his kids are older. I think a great, actually, just this, this is a top, this is a top tip. I think, do you know what? I think, Emma, we all had that friend who, yeah. not alone do they go for the older men, but like, I know we had a friend um, and like, it wasn't even older. Like, we're talking old. Yeah. Like, really, really oh. strange. Like, <laughs> really really bizarre and it wasn't like like she would be actively pursuing them yeah they had gels do you know like the back gels you know like those old men kind of back like it was just yeah it was it was such a strange period in our lives but I will say actually top tip if you do want to gauge just how old a man really is yeah if you ask him, okay, if you ref if he references Super Quinn in any way, he's probably too old for you. Yeah. That's a top tip right there. 
Super Quinn is a red flag. Ask him to list his top five supermarkets. And if he says Super Quinn, run. Yeah. The thing that pissed me off was that they were just old. It's not like they even had any cash or anything. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, what's the yeah. fucking point? Surely that's the number they one. They were just... Oh. oh, of course. Yeah. But I mean, money, like people, you know, the thing with money is money, it's never something I've actively looked for or had in a relationship. But I can see the attraction of money. Money, I can. Like, it's never been something that I've particularly pursued. But as no. you say, like just old in like a three bedroom semi detached like the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, what's the point? Come here. Like with his home value calendar hanging behind the kitchen door. Like, what's it all about? Child of Prague. The child of Prague in the sitting room. Like, what's <laughs> happening here? I know, and the summons from the court. Is that lovely the- eyes? He's up on the fridge with like a magnet from the local taxi company. You know what I mean? He's trying to sext you on a landline? Like what's what's going on here? No, it's just it's no. It's not good. It's not good. But um it actually this is actually I didn't even think of this, but this leads us perfectly into what I want to talk about on um Patreon. Patreon. Oh brilliant. What did what did you pick for the for the special episode this week? Courtney Stodden. Oh my God, brilliant! Because of course, Where's there's been a recent cut? update to that. There has been a recent update, and I've done some digging. I've gone and looked at some stuff, <clears throat> so I'm excited. I'm excited to get into Courtney. I can tell you, I cannot wait because that it's is not- really interesting. That relationship, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's so I just thought I'd pop that in there, our little extra episode, and uh, we're going to be doing other stuff, aren't we? We are. So just um, to say to our listener, for three euro a month, you can get, and we've been doing this the last few weeks, the feedback's been really good. Thank you to everyone who signed up for it. Um, so for three euro a month, you get an extra episode a week where we look at celebrity scandals. So, so far we've done George Michael, Talisa last week in the drug scandal and Kim Kardashian the sex tape so you get four episodes a month for three euro and we're now starting this new thing as of this week there's another tier it's for six euro a month and as well as your extra four episodes you're going to get four funny videos per month so we already recorded and I told you you haven't watched this yet but it's so funny Emma so the first video you're going to get this week if you sign up to the six euro tier is going to be a Mr and Mrs quiz featuring myself and Fred where I ask Fred basic questions about myself it is so funny it is great I won't say too much but I will say he got the month the baby is due wrong so like that just gives you an indication of where we're going with this so, so it's is really, it's, it's good crack. He's completely distracted. Yeah. I no, might do one. just looking at Molly the whole time. I might do one with Shane. I might get Ella to ask us the questions. Get Ella to film it and ask us the questions, maybe. So we can just do that oh, point. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Do that. I don't know. So that's going to be available. The Mr. and Mrs. Quiz Anyway with Fred and Judy is going to be available as of this Wednesday. You get four vids a month and that's for six euro. Is it not a Thursday? Is we put our well, our, we put our Patreon stuff up on a. Is it Thursday? It is Thursday. You're right, because Wednesday is the day of our actual episode. Thursday's Patreon. Yes, sorry, Thursday we'll have our vid yeah. and our extra episode. And um, can we hear any other comedy world goings on? <sighs> There's nothing happening. Comedy is done. Isn't it really? Um, do you, yeah, do you have any other happenings? Anything to report? Um, no, not in the comedy world. We kind of had to say to Joe now about he wouldn't really be having the traditional birthday party. He'll, he'll be seven now at the end of May. So oh, that's a big was Yeah, he was a little bit upset and stuff. But I was like, Jesus, like, you know, of course, why wouldn't you? Like, grown adults are upset that they're not getting to celebrate their birthdays like in the traditional way but I thought we I thought I'd just kind of bring it up to him before to give him a heads up you know not too far in advance but kind of obviously just to give him a bit of notice because I didn't want to kind of just spring on him the day before like what you gonna have a fucking party you know, like it's coronavirus 
She's not about that. You fucking did. <laughs> I thought I'd try a different approach and just kind of let him know. So you see, but then you see the handy thing is actually Ella's birthday is also in May before Joe's. So he's like, but what about Ella's birthday? And we're like, oh, it'll be the same. Like Ella probably would have had a sleepover with her mates and blah, blah, blah. So then when he was like, oh, she's getting shafted as well. He actually kind yeah. of was okay. But then he was like, oh, that's all right. So um, it does. It is true when you realize it's, it's shit for everyone. You're like, oh, grand. Sorry. I thought it was just shit for me. Perfect. Yeah. He was kind of like it was a per- personal attack on his birthday. He was just like, sorry, what? So we're like, no, no, Ella's going to have a shit birthday too. It's grand. So he was like, fine. Well, I do think I can understand little Joe now being slightly polite, but I do think there has been. You'd really clean up at the birthday parties as well when you're seven. You just, it's a blanket invite. Yeah. And they don't even do presents. You know, with, with Tommy's class, they don't do presents. It's just cash in an envelope. And obviously I take my <sighs> out of that. So it's a good day all around. Uh, so we're all going to miss it, you know, but sure look. <sighs> well, sure look. I mean, you know, it does, it's, you know, a lot. A lot of a lot of adults, I know it's we do feel for little Joe now Miss Sandra's birthday, but a lot of adults have kind of been pulling the oh, you know, birthday and quarantine card. I'm like, we've discussed this, sorry. But like nobody cares about the birthdays. It's like when, you know, Meghan Markle was getting chastised and given out about because for quote, spoiling Kate Middleton's thirty seventh birthday. Like, stop it. Nobody cares. Thanks. And this thing of everyone messaging and commenting, we'll have a celebration after quarantine. We won't. No. It's not happening. It, like, if that was the case, 2000 and, uh, 2021 would just be a fucking year-long festival. And I'm sorry, lads. It's not going to be happening. We're all going to have to be working harder than ever. Boo. But it's true. Yeah, no, so I'm afraid it's, yeah, we might that, say we'll be going for a few drinks once all this madness is over. So I don't mean say, it. Of course, like we said before, it's like when you say, how are you? You don't actually want a fucking answer. Just say grand. Of course, yeah, oh, well, no. this is all over. We won't. I know, know, it's now, my happen. 2021 is already, it's already chock-a-block actually with the, I know we did touch on this before, but with the amount of postponed weddings. Yeah, yeah. So it's already pretty busy from that point of view because obviously, you know, so many people have had to push yeah, the dates back, etc. Yeah. Oh, well. Sure, oh, look, well. This, is, this is the new world. Um, okay, I have to I'm go just for a bit gonna, now. Yeah, I'm going to let you go. Can I just actually say? God, go on, though. Before, if you are into if you are into the older men, before you go, I would recommend because for some reason I was looking up who was the minister of state for training skills and innovation. Have you seen John Halligan? No. Should I have a look? Okay, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send you a visual because I just cannot believe I've never seen this man's face before. It looks like he's in disguise, like the hair, the tash. I'm just gonna send you that visual. So if you are into the older men. And you're into the, you know, the old, the old super queen sausage, etc. John oh. Halligan, look him up. Okay. I've been Sheely Che. Sorry, just before we go, I want to make sure that people know where we're at with this. Um, it's not compulsory to subscribe to the Patreon, but if you could, I just want to state this again. I don't want any shooting messages from people jumping into me DM saying, oh my God, I love up to 90. I don't care. Okay. We need money now. We don't get paid for the ads that head stuff put on the podcast. Okay. People don't know that the Patreon is our only income from the podcast. Okay. Oh, you're keeping me going. Well, yeah, fucking keep us going. Well, you're right because it is it is our only income, and the thing is, guys, we do feel bad asking for the three euro on don't. one level, but I on don't. another level, <laughs> not at all, Judy. But I'll on another level, we don't because the reason why you know the bigger podcasts like don't need to necessarily be banging on about the Patreon all the time is that they have the advertising. Yeah, so we don't. we don't have the advertising, so it is our only income, and we do actually give the podcast a lot of time. Like we were up all night, like working out what we were going to say, yeah. say today. So they edited it for us. They put us up, put it up. They don't put us up. We're not living there yet, and we use the studio when it's not locked down. 
another podcast. And we do, That's you know, it. and like, yeah. And our, like our editor, Answer. Amy, is a star. She does an amazing job and all of that. But the only money we get is through the Patreon. So that's why, in case you wonder, you're wondering why we're banging on about it, it is only three euro a month. So if you do get some pleasure, enjoyment, whatever it is from the podcast, sure, it's like three dollars a month. It's not even what is that like two euro fifty, something like that. It's it's feck all. Really, it's actually, it's actually insulting. We will take it. So look, it'd be nice to leave it on that angry yeah, note because I think that's no. very us. Big deal, but if you can, like, but sure, look, we won't bring it up again until the next episode. So um, we will be bringing it up in every episode, just to say that it's hard sell time. We will gradually phase it out when we yeah. feel like enough people message. So thanks, thank you so oh. much. I've been Julie J. Finn God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.